0: And now. and now, and now, now, item, 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 with, with Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee. item, with Tommy, Tommy, Lee. Lee. Tommy Lee, item, I'm Tommy Lee, and this is the item podcast. It's my random record button for whatever's in my head at any given time. And today I continue force feeding you my radio history as I struggle to remember all of it for a possible memoir project, and as I get ready for my 30th anniversary in the biz that's coming up on Halloween. So I present 30 Years in Radio Part 2 The Name Game A U, A Q, and Kalamazoo Item 117 1996 was something of a shit sandwich with extra mustard. And understand this, even if I could get past the taste of shit, I truly hate mustard. And in terms of my radio career and my life, I really hate 1996. I left WIRX on as good of terms as possible, not wanting to burn any bridges anywhere in my career. In fact, I still count the man who was in that meeting there where I was let go, the general manager at the time, among the people that I respect most in this world and in this business. But now I was dealing with the same situation that a friend had dealt with a few years earlier when IRX had brushed him off. What did he do? Well, he changed his air name to appease the powers that be, and he was now part of the morning show on South Bend's Top 40 Monster, U-93. Or to continue the ID process that I started in the last podcast. Rich and I work at... <laughs> Radio station number three, U-93, WNDU-FM, South Bend, Indiana. My friend, whose name I'm not using because I didn't ask for his permission. Got me a sit-down with the PD, and before long, I began roughly two years of working weekends to keep myself on the air. But like my friend, I had to change my name. So I borrowed the name of the actor and writer from Mystery Science Theater 3000, who voiced my favorite robot on the show, and I became Kevin Murphy. It was a good, sturdy Irish name anyway that would make sense to use in the town that was home to the University of Notre Dame. The part-time work on U-93, fun though it was, didn't pay all that well, so I had to sit down with an old sales manager from WIRX, who was now the general manager of an alternative station in Kalamazoo. He had reached out and offered me a job for a very, and I mean very, small salary. But I accepted it, and I accepted the midday show on... Radio station number four. WNTX-FM, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Radio X. I worked there during the week. I voice-tracked a weekend show, and then I worked live on the weekends on U93. A lot of work. Eight or nine shows a week, all but one or two of them live. And I only did this for three months. Why? Well, because this was also happening during one of the worst winters that we'd had in the region in recent history. Every weekday in December, January, and February, I was driving on the stretch of Interstate 94 between Benton Harbor and Kalamazoo that kills a bunch of people in southwest Michigan every winter. And I was, of course, driving it twice a day. Plus, there were occasional concerts at Club Soda and other events I had to be at, including a few live broadcasts around Christmas time at the many stores on Westinage Avenue and so on. So there were some late evenings on those crappy roads, but I did get to see some great shows and even enjoyed the opportunity to make out with a female rock star. Again, a name I'm not going to divulge. Yes, I was married. My marriage was complicated. So was hers, as it turned out. And so was my life. My son was a year old and I couldn't support my family. I couldn't really even come close, actually, despite working every damn day at one of two radio stations. And the alternative station in KZU played some of the same songs that U-93, a hit station, was playing in South Bend. So I would always very carefully write down at the top of my weather sheet that I wrote every night the following information. What was the name of the radio station? What was my name? Since I had two different air names. And then the weather. My now ex-wife used to listen on Saturday nights and go back and forth between the two signals. She'd listen to me as Tommy Lee, pre-recorded on 92.3 out of Kalamazoo. And then as Kevin Murphy, live on 92.9, on the air at the same time, if she didn't like the song that was playing. We could get both stations from our place in the sticks in the outskirts of Benton Harbor and she'd bounce back and forth and laugh about it, which I thought was humorous too. Years later I would do simultaneous night shows on a regular basis for an Elkhart station and a South Bend station within the same company, but I'll get to that later. So the shitty winter and the crap hours for crap pay convinced me that something had to change. The day I fell asleep behind the wheel on an icy road and almost hit an overpass on 984, yeah, you could say that was the day that I decided I absolutely had to quit the Kalamazoo job. So after three months on Radio X, I was out of there. The station was off the air anyway later that year. It was never a real success. It was always having trouble competing with the other big college station wider, WIDR. So enter the third 92-point-something from this part of my life... <laughs> Radio station number five. <laughs> w V H Q F M and W D O W A M D'Wajak, Michigan. So I guess that's five and six, but we'll call it five. I spent about a year there, year and a half, doing my first morning show as the sidekick of a really great guy that I learned a lot from. I took over his old job as news director, which sounds really impressive until I tell you that I was also the news staff. I learned how to host a talk show, because I was suddenly doing one every weekend. I ran the farm report at noon on the AM station, listening to the dulcet tones of Chicago legend Orion Samuelson, until I could do a pretty decent impression of him, which I can apparently no longer do. There was a future there, and the money was still slightly better than it had been in Kalamazoo, but I still had to supplement my income by working weekends on U-93, still pretending to be excited about the Spice Girls and Hanson, who had become the bane of my existence during my tenure there. I also ran Notre Dame football games on the AM station down there for a while, too. So I made the decision to reach out to WIRX again and see if they had any interest in letting me come back. Several people had left and come back at that station over the years after all, and mercifully, they decided that I could be the next one. And in two years' time, I would leave again for the biggest opportunity of my career. This has been the Item Podcast, written and produced by me, Tommy Lee. It comes out now and then, whether it needs to or not, here at Boom, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, wherever you're hearing it. I think I just like listing them. Item is not a regular scheduled program, so if you want to hear it, you need to subscribe to it for the heads up whenever I get a wild hair and decide to record it. And while you do that, you might as well give it a glowing rating, especially at iTunes. Those ratings mean a lot, or so Crystal at Optin constantly tells me. Speaking of Crystal, I'd also like to invite you to check out my other podcast, one I did with her, called The Archive. It's a fictional story based on my second novel, and it's wrapped up, uh, or rather, it wrapped up not too long ago on most of these same podcast providers. Another story is in the works for Season 2, but I've been busy. But right now you can binge all 16 episodes of Season 1, and hopefully you will enjoy it. The item is part of the opt-in-on-demand family of podcasts. It's kind of like the relationship Loki had with Asgard, though. Adopted does quite fit, slowly dragging it all down from the inside. This has been Item with Tommy Lee. Ah! Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.